Hey friends, Mercedes here. Totally honored to be the owner of Into the Woods, a business centered around whole life wellness and transformative experiences, as well as a practicing therapist and coach. My life's work is all about creating spaces, literally and figuratively, for women to unlock their true success and have more peace, joy, and love in their hearts, lives, and calling. As a leader, yes, you are that leader I'm talking about, I can see you want to be more productive and in service to others, to have that work-life balance with more joy and meaning, but then feeling stuck, second-guessing, imperfectionism, people-pleasing, right? Am I right? <laughs> I want you to understand and know that it's not just about your ability to manage a busy life. I want to help you recognize that you can slow down to speed up and step into your life as a purpose-fueled woman, and that it can be simple but oh so powerful. Come on in, let's walk this journey together, one season at a time. Let's step deeper into the life God created you for. Welcome to Her Unapologetic Life. Hey, hey, welcome back. Mercedes here again for episode 134 with Her Unapologetic Life. Checking in first to see how you're doing this fine day. I am at my mom's place, chilling with her cat, Clarence, by her fireplace. I've been here a bit this month. She headed to Florida for the month of February. And um, yeah, just chilling. When this airs, I'll have chilled quite a bit and she'll almost be home. Um, but just wanted to let you kind of know where my where I'm sitting and quite an open space. So if there's a little bit of echo, I apologize. But I just wanted to sit here with my feet up by the fire and talk about self-love for the final week of February. So we're wrapping up the month. Curious how it was for you. Um, and curious how, how you noticed where self-love showed up in your life. You know, I'm hoping this month it at least helped you to look at your level of self-care, um, your potential desire to increase it, and the knowledge um, that it is a practice. As adults, we have to be really intentional. I believe we're born with it. I believe we come on in the world, you know, with lots of self-love going on. Um, but as we grow, we start to look around and we learn a few things. And so it takes some unlearning <laughs> and it takes some relearning or learning to really get into the mode of self-love. So today I'm going to talk to you about self-love being self-care because we're bridging into into that for next month self-care we're talking about self-care next month a lot so I want to connect that because when I talk about self-love and self-care to me they hold very similar if not the same meanings they go hand in hand you know they're like sisters or cousins if you look at it that way um, and I want to connect that um, and bridge it so I kind of think about it as Kind of like a bridge but it's kind of those circular so if you can envision one of those circles where you know you see on the left the word self-love and you see kind of like an arrow which is the bridge to self-care and then you see the other arrow that goes back around the circle to self-love that's kind of what i'm wanting to create kind of a feeling of it's circular you know there's no right or wrong place to be in this space um, but we're on it and um it's worth really exploring and experimenting a little bit with it so Wanting to connect that, wanting to kind of take a little bit of buzz out of the word self-care. Uh, there really isn't, I haven't found anything better yet that really can describe it. And it's it's become kind of a cultural buzzword, lots of different meanings. But self-care is different for so many people, right? 
Uh, and this is not a new topic for what I've been talking about, but I'm hoping to talk about it in a way when I pair it with self-love that will get you thinking a little bit more. Um, and I often talk about bridging the gap. A lot of therapists and coaches do that. We're wanting to help people start where they're at, you know, and then get to where they want to be. So a lot of us use the analogy of the bridge, or there's a lot of other different ways to, to illustrate you know, how you're going to get to where you want to go. Um, so today I'm going to talk a little bit about three potential bridges. My notes are a little organized for this first part, so you can probably tell I'm like in a kind of organized state here. We'll see where it goes after I get past that, but I want to set the stage with three potential bridges. So imagine yourself, um, you know, walking along and in front of you there's three bridges. First one is, it's the bridge of where you're, if you're coming from the place of low self-love, you're an autopilot, you're not thinking about it much, you're just doing the daily grind, living for, you know, doing, 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 and for others, and for whatever, you're not thinking much of yourself, right? And the bridge is going to take you to exquisite self-care, you see a sign. Next bridge, because you know you're crossing pretty much the same river, um, the next bridge is called work in progress for self-love. Uh, that is kind of where you're like, this is kind of like, um, you know, where a lot of my clients are wanting to get on when they come to see me. They're, you know, they're wanting to go from the low to the work in progress. We, it, and it depends on the day too, right? It depends on the season. Uh, we, we can like go back and forth. But work in progress, self-love, two, the sign also says exquisite self-care. So there's that bridge. And then the third one, um, this one is called like, you're going from a pretty deep self-love, a pretty um, expansive space of like knowing yourself, loving yourself, um, honoring yourself on that journey. And then you guessed it, right? The, the sign says exquisite to exquisite self-care, you know? And so <laughs> all, ro all roads, all bridges lead to exquisite self-care versus like Rome in this case. I love to say that, that phrase. I've never even been to Rome, but I've seen all the avenues head to the center. So you're heading on up over a bridge. So where do you find yourself today? Bridge one, bridge two, bridge three. If I were alive, I would probably say, pick your number. Um, so just say it out loud. Be honest, honor it, own it. Where are you at? And then know that no matter which bridge you're on, you're all headed in the same direction and you're going to get to the same destination, right? So that's cool. And the destination really is that deeper, deeper self-love, like rich and deep. So... Today, yeah, which bridge do you find yourself needing to cross or wanting to cross? You get to pick. Pick your own adventure. So before we talk a little bit more about those bridges and how that is, feels, whatever, let's look at the word exquisite. I, You know me, I love a good word. <laughs> I love a good word in another language, too, that describes it something better than I can describe it. That's usually like a feeling or a way of being. Um, but exquisite, like how often, like, are you really, like, I asked you about lavish, too. Like, how often are we using the word exquisite? Like, oh, I've had an exquisite time. Or, oh, that was just an exquisite sandwich. You know, I mean, we just don't. <laughs> but I looked up, so I looked up the definition. I looked up um, kind of some words that are like it. And so exquisite here, one quick look up said, extremely beautiful and typically delicate. Isn't that great? Similar words are beautiful, lovely, elegant, graceful, magnificent, superb, superlative, excellent, wonderful, well-crafted, well-made. Um, isn't that 
amazing. And I kind of started thinking about, because I really get, I'm getting really deep into this, into this analogy, but the Brit, but if you look at a, have you ever been to Europe is my first question. And I've seen so many bridges in Europe that are just so beautiful. All of those words would describe that, that they're exquisite, like their craftsmanship, the way they're made, the way they look. And so <laughs> bear with me, but I just love, you know, creating that connection of that's what our journey over to exquisite self-care can be. We can cross a bridge that we get to design that we that can be graceful, elegant, beautiful, well-crafted, well-made, um, you know? And so <laughs> when I think about that, I think that takes time, right? Like that's not just like a let's um, – I also think about little bridges I've crossed, which are stones in the river and you're trying to not get wet. That's not that. We're not just throwing some rocks in the river and hoping we make it across without getting wet. This is like a beautiful bridge to get to exquisite self-care. So let's just unpack the three bridges a little bit more because this is where you know I'm at. And then this is where I'm going to start riffing a little bit. But if you find yourself in a place that, like I said earlier, it just you're just not really even considering yourself and you're feeling kind of burnt out, kind of overwhelmed, kind of like, oh my goodness, is nobody ever going to help me or think of me? Or we kind of get in that like um, a little bit resentful mode and, you know, we're just, we're burning both ends of the candle and we, oh, or, or we're really happy about things that are going on, but we're overdoing it, right? We're just, whew. That's kind of like the low end of the like, oh, maybe we need to, to watch for those red flags and hop on that bridge. If you find yourself in work in progress, I find that a little bit deeper too, is that's very like broad, right? Like you're, you're in progress, you're want, but you're wanting and you've claimed it. You've committed to it. Like we talked about earlier, you committed to self-care and self-love and you're on the journey, you're on the bridge. So that's kind of like a little deeper definition of that one. And if you find yourself in a place where you've been doing some stuff, but it's really hard to be consistent, that's a really good place to be and to start. And then bridge three, it feels a little elusive, right? It's a, you know, you're, that really that you already have some deep love going on for yourself. You And I envision like an expansive field and beautiful flowers right there because it's just free and spacious. I'm really going into this, aren't I? But <laughs> bear with me. And you're... When you're getting on that bridge, you know that it's solid. You have, you have faith and trust and hope and all of that. And I bet some of you, because it's me thinking, oh my goodness, I don't feel like that all of the time. I want to. I feel like that's what's on the other side of the bridge. But kind of rack your brain a little bit and find the, the nuggets of time and space where you do feel that deep love for yourself and for what for how you're living your life and what you're even doing. Sometimes it's like these activities that we have going on bring us that deep joy and deep love. And we want more of that, right? And so anyone who's in that arena right now still can grow and expand upon it. I guess that's my point. No matter where we are, even if we feel like we're, oh, we're good. It's good enough, right? We're, it's good enough for now. We get a little apathetic. We can still find that bridge and go a little deeper. So I hope that kind of entices you to be like, huh, Maybe you journal, maybe you do a little mini vision board on what is across the bridge, what it looks like for more exquisite self-care. Um, because I really think that if we can kind of get our brain to be curious about it and to want to step over there, we're going to want to go there, right? And so 
for the next couple of minutes, let's just talk a little bit more about what it might look like over there for, for some of us. I'm just going to throw out a few ideas that come to my mind when I think of exquisite self-care. Um, and I've talked about a lot of these. Everything is connected, right? The first thing that kind of comes to my mind is when we're really caring for ourselves, really deeply loving ourselves, we are considering ourselves. That's like the first thing that comes. Um, it's really interesting how it's easy for me to want other people to consider me and for me to consider others. But when it comes to considering myself, it can be a little difficult. I, I kind of discovered this like on vacation. Um, I really want to think about the other person like, oh, let them have the better seat, the better view, the better whatever, because I want them to have this really good experience. But then also, if, if I'm not considered, it usually shows up with my husband, like if he, you know, doesn't get me something when he gets himself something or doesn't ask if I want something, I get a little peeved and kind of bratty, actually, occasionally. Oh, <laughs> I'm getting better. But anyway, um, but then also, too, it's like in those situations, I'm not really considering myself right? And so deeper self-love and self-care for me lately has been, what does Mercedes want and need? And then how can Mercedes meet her own needs? She could, you know, move her chair to have the good view. She get up off the couch or she could ask for something from, you know, his trip into the gas station, uh, things like that. And so the little, that's probably a little side and a little tangential, but if I'm wanting exquisite self-care and self-love, I've got to look at those things. I've got to take ownership and then see where, where it can grow. And so that's just one way that's showing up in my life, for example. Other ways where, um, you know, we could have more exquisite self-care is being kind of the master of our own time and space. And I talk about this constantly. And for me, I have not quite fully grasped and embraced, which I think we're all on, that whole, like, master of our own schedule. It, I get, I have really good strides. I've, I help people make their CEO schedule. I help people create the, se the seasonal thing, but that's the key. It's seasonal. So the other piece to self-care that's exquisite is to allow for it to be flexible and to ebb and flow, and it depends on the season. And it really is so amazing to get to know what that looks like for you in each season. How do you, can you deeply love and care for yourself in each season? And it's literal seasons of, like in the summertime for me, it's being outside in the sunshine, feeling the breeze, in the winter, I do like that as well a ton, but I, you know, can't stay out there as long. Um, that's just one example, of course, but it's also seasonal for like what's been going on in your life. Have you had a lot of stressors? Have you had a loss? Do you have a new job that you're loving so you're needing to kind of shift some things? Are you wanting to get more movement infused into your daily life? So those are the things, of course, that, as you know, I've, I've just been fascinated with forever. Thank goodness I have an outlet. <laughs> The Unhurried Life is my outlet for all these things. And um, if you're in there, you can notice a lot more of that for sure. Um, but it's really important to think about that from a seasonal perspective. So when you're looking at the three bridges, just think a little bit like, huh, what season am I living in? What's going on in my life? And where am I at? You know, I found myself some seasons really just like feeling great about my self-love. And then there's other seasons where I just feel like I've been beat up and my self-love has been low because I have not attuned to myself. I have gone into that fight, flight, or freeze, or fawn, which I love talking about as well. So be aware and care. Oh, wow, I'm getting my rhymes going. It, it is a relaxing time. The cat, Clarence, is not impressed. He's actually laying in the sunshine, uh, which is beautiful today. So 
to wrap it up, where are you at? What bridge? What does it look like? Does it need a little building? Does it need a little repair? Um, and are you more curious at the end of this about exquisite self-care? Uh, look up exquisite. See what, how, it, how it speaks to you. Put it in a sentence. My exquisite self-care looks like this in this season. Um, and then as we head into March, we're going to immerse ourselves in that concept, right? In that lifestyle and the practice of exquisite self-care. Uh, and in the membership, I'm kind of excited because we're going we're gonna to look at a case study. I learn from reading about stories about other people's lives, fiction and nonfiction, right? Um, and I always feel encouraged. And then I really, when I find that I can identify with them, I'm more encouraged to show up for myself. Um, and so we're going to look at a woman who could be us. And we're going to walk through um, her story and work through, the, through how she shows up without self-care. So on the, on, on the side of the bridge of either low, low or work in progress. And then how it might look different if she crosses that bridge. Um, and then, of course, we're going to create our own story. So if you're listening to this today in living color, then there's still time for you to get in on my birthday special. Um, I haven't told my team this yet, but... If it really, if you're hearing this before March 1st rolls around of 2023, by the way, um, then you can get in to the membership for my birthday special for that the month of March for free. You heard me for free. And then so invite your friends too. I want to just get an influx of women in there to check it out, learn more about self-care. That's going to be the focus. Um, so check it out if you're hearing about this before March 1st. And if you're hearing about it later, like let's say you're listening to it next fall or something, the membership will be in full swing, and you can join at that time, at any time. It'll be fully open to the public, and um, it'll be there for you um, then. But, of course, free this month. Um, so, yeah, my birthday my birthday gift to you. I've Hopefully, by this time when you hear this, I've celebrated it out in Arizona um, and had a good relaxing time. So, in, in recap, remember, <laughs> self-love is really connected with self-care. And, you know, you got that circle... Of connection and then when you want to go to for the exquisite self-care you're gonna to want to cross that bridge so let me know what you think I had fun talking about this one and I'm really pondering my bridge right now myself and so hope that inspires me as I create some of the March content um, and all of that stuff that I'll be sharing with you next month if you're really interested click on the link take advantage of the offer it's only coming by once. It's not going to be every birthday. It's this birthday. So if you want to come into the Unhurried Life for free for one month, come check it out. Um, I will be back for March, and I look forward to talking more. Thanks for listening to today's episode, my friend. If you liked the podcast, please stop by and leave me a review. They really matter. If any of your friends, ladies who support you, or your team would like to hear this, please send them my way. This is the season for you to say yes to you, to serve from an overflowing cup, and to put practices into action that support your life and those you serve and lead. And for more updates and resources, check out the happenings at Into the Woods Spaces and Experiences by visiting intothewoods.co. That's into the woods, one word, no caps, dot co. Here's to living your best, most unapologetic life. See you next week.